It's my show. What do we do it out here? Well, I have an idea, but I want it to be a bit of a surprise. Surprise! I'm here! Oh, Mo, I'm out. That's not the surprise, I swear. Ho, 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 that is quite the reaction. I'm in no mood for a whole episode of more Mo. Oh, don't be that way, Indy. Hanging out and getting in trouble with used twos is the highlight of my week. My doggo blood pressure is too high to be subjected to surprise Mo visits. Well, it's never really a surprise. We always hear Mother on the phone with the minge. Shut up, Zeddy. I'm trying to make a point here. Sorry, by all means, what is the point you're trying to make? Well, now I can't even remember. Ha ha ha! Wait a Jedi mind trick her. I'm not trying to trick her, Mo. I want to listen to what is bothering her. What? Yeah, it's part of my surprise. I'm trying to show you that I am a different doggo. I am done living this selfish lifestyle. I am determined to start making a difference in less fortunate doggos' lives. Are you calling me a charity case? Well, does that offend you? Well, you know, yeah. No, then of course not. Mm-hmm. But listening to you is just a small step to being a kinder, more gentler doggo. Well, Admiral Sensitive, do you need to be in a tent alone with your feelings? No, thank you. Too much to do. Don't have time to just selfishly reflect. Again, what are we doing here on this random street corner? Oh, Mo, I'm not dressing like a hot doggo and putting on lipstick again, am I? Again? Yeah, when was the first time you did that, weirdo? <laughs> I told you, my former fleshies were meheads. Oh, my lord. <laughs> Can you just tell me what we are doing here on this street corner? Easy there, Patience. Sorry, it's a little chilly and this is the perfect cuddle with Mama with it. You'll be able to get all the cuddles you want in due time. That's not true. Mama is a very selective cuddler. You need to learn how to play hard to get. That's why mother is always snatching me up. My playing hard to get is biting people. Yeah, maybe split the difference. I really like the sad eyes and moan technique. That reads a little bit more desperate. You should do what I do and go with the only doggo strategy. And how exactly would she go about that, Mozart? Uh, I think that's more of a question for the witchy cats. Oh boy. Hey, cats and kittens. We are neither. What's the cats? <laughs> Get it? Instead of what's the haps? Yeah. These guys need better writers. Yeah? Seriously, what did you guys call us for? We have spa appointments we are late for. Spa appointments? Yeah, we're witchy cats, not savages. Fair enough. So what are we doing here? Ask Mo, he called you. Mozart? Well, I was just talking about how Indy should try being an only doggo, and Zeddy asked how she would go about doing that, so I thought you guys could give him some ideas. Well, what do you mean, give me ideas? Well, you asked about how Indy would go about being an only doggo, didn't you? I don't want ideas on how to get rid of me. Well, since you called us here, we do have some suggestions. Yeah. Uh, no thanks. We don't need them. Actually, I wouldn't mind hearing a couple of ideas. Yeah, of course you wouldn't. First off, we have an airhead spell. Yeah. Zeddy's head would blow up like a balloon and he would just float away. Good thing about that one is it only lasts for a couple of hours. What happens when the spell wears off then? Usually they come tumbling down to earth. <laughs> guys, guys. We also have a lemonhead spell. Oh, I love lemonheads, but I wouldn't want to eat Zeddy. Well, thank dog for that. No, but I'd suck on him for a while. <laughs> What? For this spell, we just sprinkle a little tainted salt on his head. Well, how does the salt get tainted? Well, yeah, rubs a bag of salt all over his taint. Yeah. The tainted salt shrinks his whole body to the size of a roly-poly. You drink my body with nutsack salt? Well, for the right price. What's the right price? All four of Mozart's paws. Nope, too high. I'll pay that. Uh, well, I would actually consider it for that price. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> right. Relax, Mo. Yeah, we're just kidding, kind of. Besides, this is all you're doing in the first place. Happy to hear you don't want to be an only doggo. Well, I never said that. What? <laughs> Have to look at your face right now. <laughs> ah, piss off. You know that I can't live without you, big little brother. Yeah, uh-huh. From the skyscrapers of New York to the coast of California, this is Doggo News. In our first story, oh, you had to have picked this story, didn't you, Zeddy? You know it. A shelter dog that has a rare brain condition that causes him to smile all the time is setting the internet on fire. Hopefully on fire enough to get adopted to a forever home. Zeddy is the king of snaggle smiling. Yes, I am. Well, based on these photos, this doggo is going to knock Z off his throne. We'll see about that. Anyway, this guy is definitely the crown holder in the smiles department after me. This guy is available at the Front Street Animal Shelter in Sacramento. His name is Jasper, and he is a Chihuahua mix. Jasper has a neurological condition that causes the muscles around his head and face to flex and make it look like as if he's smiling all the time. It also causes his muscles around his mouth to twitch as well. The shelter also wants to mention that Jasper has a kidney condition as well. But don't let that sway you from adopting this adorable little smiling doggo. Especially if you have millions of dollars. I mean, why not? Let's get him a new kidney. I would call him monkey, especially the way that his teeth seem to chatter. His name is Jasper Mozart. Nope, I'm calling him monkey. Check out our Facebook page to learn more about Jasper's story and to see his wicked smile. In our next story, hey, this one is for you, Mo. A puppy was dognapped and held hostage by a Wait for it, Mo. A monkey. Oh, I do not like monkeys. You just wanted to name Jasper Monkey. Yeah, because of his chattering teeth. <laughs> well, why would you name him Monkey if you don't like monkeys? Because of his chattering teeth. You keep saying that. What does that mean? Well, he looks like one of those monkey toys that play the cymbals. So you do like monkeys. Are you crazy? Those things scare the poop out of me. Oh, DJ. The incident happened in Malaysia a couple of weeks back. Many onlookers thought that the monkey had looked at the puppy as if it was his own pet. Or even one of its own babies. The onlookers were worried that the puppy was going to die of starvation or dehydration. Or from a fall if the monkey let go of the little guy. This is why I do not like monkeys. The puppy named Saru was snatched up by a macaque and held like a little fey ray. I'm a bigger fan of the version with Jessica Lange. I'm a bigger fan of the one with Godzilla. The ordeal went on for over three days. A group of concerned fleshies made many attempts to try to get the pint-sized puppy out of the clutches of the playful primate. After many attempts to coax the puppy from the monkeys with food, the fleshies finally made a final desperate attempt. They threw rocks at the monkey. <laughs> Way to go medieval there, fleshies. I'd throw rocks too if I was there. How would you do that, Mozart? You don't even have any thumbs. Well, I'd use my tail as a catapult. Oh, okay. Well, maybe we'll have to try that sometime. Anyway, the rock throwing seemed to work. The monkey eventually let go of the tired pupster. Unfortunately, the monkey dropped the puppy while up in the tree. Oh, no! Fortunately, Saru was recovered by the fleshies unharmed, aside from being a little hungry and a little dehydrated. Well, how do we know that little Saru didn't want to stay with his captor like Naomi Watts in the big monkey movie? What was that called? King Kong. No, thanks. I don't need any chew toys right now. I'm trying to think of the name of that movie. No, Mozart. It's... How would you like to be scooped up and carried away for a few days by a monkey? Well, first off, never gonna happen. I'm way too much of a lug. No monkeys scooping me up. Second... Monkeys creep me out. So why do you think that Saru would be okay with it? Well, I guess I'm just trying to see things from the other side of the mirror. The what? You know, life from another doggo's nose. Oh, nice natural transition there, Mozart. I, too, am trying to live through another doggo's nose. That's why I brought you and Indy here to show you this. 
Ta-da! Wow. What is it? Oh, isn't it obvious? Oh, is it? Well, what am I looking at then, Mo? Well, it's a plastic doggo. Exactly. Wait, what? No, it's a table. Okay, what's it for? Isn't it obvious? Shut up, Mo. It's a table. Yeah, you said that already. So I figured we would post up here. I printed up some flyers with Ivan's stats on it. Stats? Yeah, age, weight, type of doggo he is, you know. You don't know any of those things. I know what type of doggo he is for the most part. We covered Arctic Huskies in a previous episode, and beyond that, I just filled in the blanks. Well, he's not 85 years old. It's a way to pull fleshies in. Well, how is that? Makes the fleshies think he's an older guy, not a puppy. Nobody's gonna want a doggo that is old and has lived his entire life on the streets. Oh, what do you know? Enough to know that fleshies want a younger dog that isn't all damaged from being on the streets its whole life. Well, then how would you explain mother and father, smarty pants? Don't wear any pants and mama and daddy are crazy. Yeah, they are a little cuckoo. I never really thought about that. It's true. And what's up with this location that you decided to set this table up at? What's wrong with it? It's right on the side of the road. What? It's a crosswalk. Fleshies walk by here all the time. So do a bunch of time machines. Uh, well, we have superior senses. We'll be fine. Why didn't you set this up like we're one of our hike spots? It's not enough traffic. Exactly. Monday's Mutts! Today's Monday's Mutt is another outside-of-the-box choice. Did you choose this one, Mozart? Obviously. Oh, both of you just be quiet and listen. Well... Sounds like someone has found his clipped-off balls. <laughs> Holding them in a jar. <laughs> this week's Monday's Mutt is an entire soccer league. What? Soccer? Yeah, what is this, Ted Lasso? It's not even real football. You guys are letting your murica show. These colors don't bleed, but I do, so please don't stick me. Can I continue? I don't know. Give it a try. Doggos and Romanian soccer players are ready to play ball. (laughs) The Professional Football League in Romania has teamed up with local shelters for the soccer season. It's all part of the Fill the Gap in Your Life campaign, which is called something totally different in Romanian. Each dog is paired with a specific player who escorts the pooch onto the field before each match. Pitch. What'd you call me? No, it's called a pitch, not a field in soccer. Oh, soccer. Each of the doggos featured before each game. Match. What did you call me? You older doggos need to get your ears checked. It's called a match, not a game in soccer. <laughs> soccer. I thought you guys would like soccer. It's a round ball. You can use your paws and your mouths. It's just so... Fun? European. Again, your America is showing. As I was saying... Sorry, continue. Each doggo is given a name tag and their own distinctive scars to help get them adopted. And each doggo is spayed or neutered, fully vaxxed, dewormed, and ready to be housed immediately. Romanian soccer leagues and rescue organizations, congratulations. You are this week's Monday's Mutt. This week's Monday's Mutt was brought to you by our Butt Kibble Tier Patreons. Leisha Larson, Olga Ekman, Bailey, Lexi, Teresa, Willie Walter, Stein and Tambo London, and Jasmine Harris. So I figured we'd just post up right here behind the stable and as fleshies walk by, we can give them a couple of moans and barks to get them to look at the flyers about Ivan. It's genius. Genius. Well, will we be blocked by the height of the table? Oh, we'll just back up. I don't know about this. Read of the week. 
This week's breed of the week is the Belgian Sheepdog. Lamb burgers. Oh my God, get it under control, Mozart. Sorry. The Belgian Sheepdog is an extremely affectionate and friendly breed. They want the constant attention of those that they know best. Attention whores. Huh, like you're one to talk. Exactly, that's why I'm on this podcast. Because you're an attention whore? No, because I'm one to talk. Oh, DJ. May I continue? Give it a try. These dogs are extremely territorial, as well as keen guard dogs. They are very wary of strangers, so best to get these doggos obedience trained early on. These doggos are comfortable around children if raised with or around them. In 1891, a commission of canine experts were brought together to determine if there was one specific type of Belgian sheepdogs. While they did determine that the Belgian sheepdog had a specific size, shape, and ear set, it also found that these doggos can come in a variety of four different coat colors and hair textures. One of these guys looks like a walking version of your dog beds. Oh shit, you're right. Love that bed. These dogs come in at a height of 21 to 26 inches, weigh between 55 and 65 pounds, and have a lifespan of 10 to 14 years. Too damn short! All varieties of these doggos shed heavily, so they need to be brushed at least once a week, and with the heavier coated version, they need regular brushing multiple times a week. The Belgian Sheepdog, this week's Breed of the Week. So the plan is we sit here a few feet behind this table and try to what? Pitch fleshies on why Ivan would be a great doggo for them to adopt? Yep, that's the plan to a T. All right, let's give it a try. Give me a mouth, Mo. Okay. Yeah, just help me unfold that side. Okay. Now lug on over to the side. Look, 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 look. Perfect. Now I'll just place these flyers on the table like so. Wow, those look pretty professional. Sure does. Look at that, guys. We did it. I think you may have set it up a little too close to time machine traffic. You think? Digging deep in doggo health. The Zeddy and Indy Show do not claim to be experts in pet health, and anything they say is meant for informational or educational purposes, and not intended as medical advice. Please consult your veterinarian when treating your dog or pet. Also, fuck kibble. In today's Digging Deep, we're going to talk about an affliction that affects millions of people in doggos, including Mama and Zeddy. Damn good looking syndrome? Not quite. Creative genius syndrome? Wrong again. Okay, I give up. I'm gonna say I'm always hungry syndrome because that affects me too. Actually, I was talking about osteoarthritis. Oh, that. Yeah, I got bad hips and mother's got a bad knee. You both have lost too much cartilage, which is a very common affliction. What about the always hungry thing, though? We can cover that some other time. Anyway, a recent study has shown that a textile-based implant containing cartilage from stent cells reduced pain and restored hip joint function in dogs with symptoms of moderate osteoarthritis. Sounds expensive. Yeah, and you know, I don't want to go under the knife. Yeah, at your age, it's probably not good to go under uh, anesthesia. I'm going to disregard the age comment, but I agree with you that I don't want to go under. Yeah, the last time you went under for dental surgery, the doc pulled out a lot of teeth because he told Mama that it might not be safe to put you under again. Yeah, and you too. Yeah. Yeah, me too. So this is a procedure that might be better suited for younger doggos. Maybe. The cool thing is is that the inventors from Cytex Therapeutics created the implant by combining textiles, 3D printed structures, and the patient's own stem cells. This 3D printing has revolutionized so much. Yeah, I hear they can build buildings easier using 3D printers. I don't want to live in a plastic house. I don't think that's how it works. Anyway, 
The implant is designed to dissolve over time so that the joint function is transferred back to the patient's own tissues during the healing process. And the researchers designed a study to test the implants for use in both humans and doggos, which is so nice that they thought of us too. Well, that is nice. Right now, they believe that this could be an early intervention to replace joint replacements in doggos, and hopefully one day for humans as well. Oh, I see, I see. Okay, so you mean we're the guinea pigs. Yeah, I guess you could interpret it that way. Don't worry, Z. Like I said before, sounds like you're just a little too old to try this procedure anyway. Well, we'll try to follow up on this story as it progresses. For now, check out the full article on our Facebook page. Okay, so clearly Mozart did not think this through well enough. Me? It's okay, buddy. Failure is just one step closer to success. But I... Mozart, buddy, your excuses are your own. Let's just move on. But... Move right on to this week's section of our book. 865 reasons why having a dog is so much better than having a kid. Reason number 423. Shoes. 423. Jordan 4's. Classic. Oh, DJ, are you a sneakerhead, Mo? I prefer to call them slips. Oh, Lord. What did you call them? Shoes? Sneakers? Slips, sleepers, heels, Louboutins, Crocs, Keds, Perks, Pumas, or Payless. Shoes cost cheddar. And flesh bobs need shoes constantly. They just keep growing and growing and growing. Tell me about it. The niece and the nephew were as big as me. 28 years later, and they're as big as mama and daddy. Yeah, when do flesh bobs stop growing? Who knows? But you know who does, though? Parents. Because they'll keep shelling out on the reg to keep shoes on those kids' feet. And if you get a kid that's a sneakerhead like Daddy. Oh, forget it. You better start bidding on use the bronze now. Uncle Rock some pretty dope slips. Oh, shut up, Mo. Kiss ass. And moms, if you or your daughter have a shoe habit, you better have gold bars stashed somewhere because that is a whole nother level. But with us doggos, shoes are pretty much optional. Notwithstanding doggos that have really sensitive paws or even action doggos that hike or climb across treacherous terrain. Treacherous terrain, I like that. So there you have it. Reason number 423. Shoes. Wow, sorry, Indy. I wish Mo had thought this through better for, you know, your buddy Ivan. It's okay, it was a really nice gesture. Well, thank you. Wait, if I... Well, that just about does it for this week's episode of the Zeddy and Indy Show. Be sure to like and follow. And keep your eyes peeled for TikToks dropping sometime soon. Camera, steal your soul! Oh, boy. If you enjoy what you're hearing, tell a friend, and if you haven't already, consider becoming a Patreon by going to patreon.com forward slash the Zeddy and Indie Show. New episodes drop Mondays. So until next time, smell, smell you later! later.